stocks have their work cut out for them. Russell's down a percent, NASDAQ been wavering around about half a percent for much of the second half of the day. Yields up, dollar up. Jordan Kahn joins us, Chief Investment Officer for HCR Wealth Advisors. Got some stock picks for us, Jordan, but let's uh, have a quick thought here on uh, this week and the rest of this year. It seems like we're having some trouble getting our footing. Yeah, I think so. You know, there was a lot of people that were excited uh, that the market bottomed in June and thought that that was it. But I think uh, it may be premature to make that call. You know, there's that old saying about don't fight the Fed, and people were always saying on the way up that the Fed was doing all that QE and the liquidity was, you know, buoying the market. But now we have uh, don't fight the Fed in reverse. Um, and so I think it's something that at least we're paying attention to. Are people going to have to revisit their priors on uh, just how much all that easy money was responsible for stocks up? Because a lot of people said, oh, that's just a thing people say online. It's not really a Fed-driven market. That's for a zero hedge in the perma bears. But I don't know, uh, uh, Jordan, it's starting to look like maybe we removed the punch bowl and things are falling apart. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I certainly think that it's a big factor, right? There was all that liquidity that the Fed was pumping into the financial system that most people think helped to um, dampen volatility on the way up. And so now we're seeing it in reverse. You know, the Fed has switched from QE to QT, and this month the level of QT is set to double. And so I think that that's got to be a factor in the market and likely one that, um, you know, fosters an elevated environment of volatility going forward, at least in the near term. This morning it seemed like the market hated to see a good ISM. Are we going to be uh, that perverse uh, for how long? I mean, like, the bad is good thing was... Uh, and good is bad was kind of funny at first, but now it's like uh, getting a little bit discomforting because generally doesn't the economy improve over time? And if improvement is bad, the heck are we rooting for? Yeah, I mean, again, I think it comes down to the Fed, right? And the Fed, through their comments um, and things that they have said, they really want to see demand dampen here in the economy, right? And so when you have these strong ISMs and reports like that, you get into that environment, like you said, where good news is bad news. And so that what that means is that the Fed is going to keep raising interest rates, you know, at, at these uh, high, high levels um, until they start seeing some cracks, until they see unemployment go up or uh, demand soften or that sort of thing, because that's what they need to bring inflation down. Jordan, you've got a couple stocks uh, that you like that are off the beaten path for sure. They might belong on our Overlook Stock segment we do here every day. One of them is DICOM. It's up 14% on the year. Not a lot of companies can uh, lay that claim. Uh, tell me about it. Yeah, so, you know, big picture, that's one of the things. You know, when you're in a down market like this year, most stocks are going to follow the general trend of the market. So when we're looking at adding individual names, we want to see names that stand out from a relative strength basis, and DICOM is, is certainly one of them. It's a big play on, on 5G and, and high-capacity fiber that's being rolled out. As more and more people are streaming, as more and more people are, are um, working on Zoom and things like that, there's really been a, a big bump up in demand um, for bandwidth, and that's something that DICOM helps take care of. So as uh, we get that work from home environment uh, permanent, I guess uh, they're going to be a necessity. Uh, where does the incremental growth from here go? Well, these are long lived projects. And so I think what the work at home phenomenon did was show people that now they can, you know, continue on in sort of a hybrid solution, right? So you have a lot of people that go to the office a few days a week and still work home a couple days a week. 
And so they're just, you know, the, the desire for bandwidth is an ongoing and growing thing, including 5G wireless and stuff like that. And so I think that the demand will still be there for DICOM. Their contracts are really multi-year, you know, long-lived contracts. They have a huge backlog. I think it was $6 billion that they reported in the last quarter. Um, so I think it's here to stay. Okay. Uh, Jordan, uh, last uh, one real quick, PWR, one that has crossed our radar, radar, Quanta Services, but not enough. This thing is unstoppable. It's uh, straight up. One of the companies that went straight up during COVID is still going straight up. Uh, they even pay a dividend too. And it seems like they also have some pretty good growth as well. Yeah, I mean, it didn't go straight up that whole time. It did come down and, and, and dip for a while, but it has come back. And Quanta is one of the leading plays on the, the necessity for upgrading the power grid across the country, really. You know, here in California, you've seen rolling blackouts. I think they saw them in Texas and other parts. And as governments push more and more car companies to go the EV route, there's just going to be increasing strains on our aging power grid. And Quanta is really a pure play on helping to address that problem and come up with solutions to upgrade the grids. Okay. Seems like it's in a pretty good spot right now as uh, yeah. we've got a lot of uh, emphasis on fixing some of our uh, infrastructure problems for the future of energy. Uh, appreciate it, Jordan. Uh, interesting companies here for us and a nice connection into your macro view. Thank you very much. Thanks, Oliver. Jordan Kahn, Chief Investment Officer, HCR Wealth Advisors.